0: for
1: you to think for you to it, for, for you to think for you to
0: think welcome goddess welcome
1: goddess episode eight done <gasps> done
0: every time i'm like ooh, that's exciting can we celebrate the fact that our videos are on and there's no freakiness <gasps> yes. happening
1: now you know that's where you need to be to record
0: coffee <laughs> bean parking lot yes <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: welcome everyone, episode 8 of Between Two Ovaries. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for those of you new listeners, I am Vines Creciente.
0: <laughs> I'm Isadora. That's all you're going to get from me today.
1: Perfectly fine, day 21. I respect The womb. So today, we are going to do womb chats.
0: Womb chat.
1: There's no topic per se, so we might jump all over the place.
0: Which is fine. I'm excited about this.
1: Me too. I feel like we always have womb chats on our podcast in every episode, but this is just like, there's no specific topic, so.
0: Extended womb chat.
1: Yes. So where do we begin? What should we, how are you? You said you're, oh, I guess we should save that for cycle time I mean we could start with cycle time who knows that could I
0: feel like this whole thing is going to be a cycle time (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) funny thing you say that because I text you that I just wanted to talk about my womb but didn't know how to put it into words and then you're like womb chats I'm like perfect I felt like I just wanted to have one extended cycle time so fast forward we are in cycle time I
0: wish they could see me oh my shimmy. God, I love your dance <laughs> so much, so good. Oh yes. Go ahead and start with cycle time. I feel like I think I said this to you the other day that I feel like I've been in pre-bleed this entire cycle, so it's been trippy and intense. And I feel like I have shitty relationships with like everyone. In-
1: ah, it cut off from like shitty relationships to now it cut off
0: <laughs> shitty relationships. <laughs> I don't remember what I was The womb does not repeat herself. Okay, you better pay attention because she speaks one time.
1: That's true, and it's not the first time you say that. So I completely like respect that and believe that. <laughs> Anyways, see there you go, shitty. And you're out every time you say shitty relationships. It cuts out. Your womb must not want me to know. Because she's it's a pissed. lie. She's, she's like, she's speaking not the truth. <laughs> we are coming back to Isadora's cycle time since she is having some technical womb difficulties. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm
0: kidding. She's <laughs> No, it's for real. It's, for, it's happening.
1: All right. I vines creciente am on day four of cycle number i think this is cycle number eight that i'm tracking my last cycle was 35 days and there was no plan b taken so that's pretty exciting because my normal average is 43 days that's eight days less than the average i'm not thinking too much about it in the sense of questioning whether or not my cycle is shortening But I am just excited that it was a shorter cycle. I am pretty impressed by my bleed this cycle. It's brought me back to my womb space. It's been amazing actually just completely being able to focus on my womb space. And by being able to, it's making the time and space to do that because Life doesn't stop. My husband still works. I'm still working. My kids are still asking a million and one questions and bickering and fighting. You know, just all of these other things that cause tension are still in my life. But the Yoniverse has allowed me to, or inspired me, motivated me, however you want to put it, to make the time to focus on my womb. And what that has looked like is. Thankfully, my bleed, Mother Red, arrived on Friday, and it arrived just as I was getting home from work and picking up the kids, and my husband was home. I let him know that my bleed had come, and we were celebrating. He was really excited for me, and usually day one, day two, and day three, my lower back has a lot of tightness and my uterus and ovaries just feel i don't know if they really are but they feel swollen very sore i don't get cramps per se but i do get a lower abdomen and lower back discomfort i just want to be in bed or stretching on the floor with a heating pad or in the shower with hot water on me and so when i got home i let my husband know that he was in charge of the kids And I was going to go figure out what to do with myself. And it all just kind of flowed naturally. I was able to take a shower. I cut the lights out. I didn't put any candles. Usually put a candle on just to have some type of light. And there's something about a a lit candle that relaxes me when I'm in either pre-death or bleeding. It helps me go inward. And so I took a shower in the dark and i had my eyes closed pretty much the entire time felt things out and it helped me move slower which was very good for me i was able to stretch in the shower i massaged myself massaged my legs i discovered a womb massage i think i was washing my belly button and i might have pressed a little too hard and i felt it in my lower back so that led me to pressing down and into my uterus on my lower abdomen and I found relief. I found that that relieved some of the discomfort and tightness in my lower back. So I kept slowly pressing on my uterus and almost like petting her. And it was like a heating pad on my lower back because it didn't feel as tight. So that was really exciting to discover that. I feel like I'm so not flowing right now because everything's just... This is neon you're blue. you so flowing. Oh, thank you. Okay. Thank you for that. I needed that. So I'll keep going. <laughs> and so I I did that and my husband was so supportive. We had an event to go to that same night. We actually went and watched T Pain at the Adult Swim Festival. So there was this like, Am I gonna be in a good womb space to go to this event? And had I not ritualed with myself and paid attention to my womb space when my bleed arrived. I think I might have not been in a good space to go to the performance. I'm never really ever able to give myself that attention or give my womb space that attention right when she starts bleeding. But it was just beautiful that it just happened to be, you know, the universe just put everything in line for me. And I just, I showed up and I reaped the benefits. And it was a very good start to my bleed. And it's been very magical and I've been I haven't groomed at all which is funny because our last episode was all about body hair and I expressed how tired I was of grooming but I couldn't stop grooming because this cycle well this bleed totally broke that cycle and I'm embracing my spiky legs I'm embracing my spiky armpits and I'm loving my cunt hair and it's just all aligning so beautifully and My womb space blows my mind every time, every single time.
0: I feel the same way. My mind is so blown every every single bleed and every single cycle. I'm so happy to hear all of that. I'm so happy that you were able to hold that space for yourself and love on yourself like that. It's so important and it's so beautiful. And I know you felt a little disconnected and then you're reconnected and it's just, I love, I love the process and I love the seasons and all of it is okay. You know, all of it is exactly the way that it should be. That's almost one thing I would like to stress to our listeners and to each other sometimes because we have a tendency to at least me, I, I'll speak for myself. Is like beat myself up as you know I'm not practicing what I preach or yada yada. When it's like no, that's not exactly the case. I I'm aware of where I am in my cycle, and just because I'm not checking my cervix every day like I was for months, I fell out of that habit. But that's okay, you know. That doesn't mean that I'm like this terrible cycle tracker now. It's just the season that I'm in, and I'll get back to it when I get back to it. And the same comes for you know our self care routine around our bleed time. So yeah, Yeah. we'll give it another go. I am on day 22 and I am feeling super spicy and feisty and just don't come at me with anything. Do not come at me with a damn thing. I really don't have a whole lot to share around it just because for those very reasons alone, I'm just like, wow. I'm in my Cali Ma energy for sure right now. And I don't think I have felt it this intensely in a while. So that's something that I need to sit with more and see. Because I believe, I mean, we've spoken about this probably every episode of how, you know, our womb speaks to us and our cycle speaks to us. And so when we're feeling certain things, it sneaks up on you and you'll almost stop and be like, gosh, why do I feel this way? What is wrong with me or whatever? That's when you sit down with yourself and analyze, like, what are you not addressing in your life? What needs some attention? What needs some love? And so- Today is new moon, new moon in Libra, and so I definitely plan on sitting down with myself in my womb space and probably my cards and doing a little ritual and just journaling and diving deep with myself as to why this Cali energy is so intense for me right now. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. I'm not scared to do that because, you know, when you dig deep as messy and as uncomfortable it can be, it only brings beautiful things and positive change. And that's what I'm all about. So that's just kind of where I'm at, digging into the dirty, beautiful work and seeing where that takes me. So that's where I am right now. I am so, I'm on day 22 and I'm just like, so looking forward to bleeding. You know, when you're like at that peak and you're just like, oh, I just want to bleed and just like have that release and just feel that healing because it's the rebirth right now we're in or we I well yeah we me and my womb are in this dying stage and I look forward to the rebirth healing so much (laughs) I don't like being shitty with everyone I really don't but it's just it is what it is and I can't help it my partner was we were laying down together last night and I was just, like, not, you know, I'm not in ovulation. I didn't experience that, like, throwing flowers everywhere, flittering through the fields, like, I am sexy and amazing and yada, yada. I didn't – there was none of that. And so (laughs) he's, like – you're going to get into pre-bleed soon, aren't you? I think you are just kind of feeling my energy and noticing that I wasn't super into intimacy. And I was like, I'm in it, dude. I am in it, if you haven't noticed. I'm sure that's why you made that comment. <laughs> so yeah, it just takes communication. And I'm, we, you and I were talking about this earlier, how I'm that person who is like, okay, I've, we've talked about this once, twice, maybe three times. I shouldn't, we don't have to talk about this anymore. You should know you should get it. I put the freaking calendar on the wall. I highlighted my cycle days. Like, come on now. Why do I have, like, I shouldn't have to say anything, but you know, the whole world does not revolve around me or my womb space. You know what I mean? Just my little world does.
1: Which is hard. It's hard to accept sometimes, especially if you're in pre-death because it's like, no, fuck. Like, just please don't you know that my womb is dying right now why that's how I am with my kids and I feel so bad because they get the full force of like my pre-death and it's funny because it's not even so much my partner anymore because he's so much more involved in my cycle now whether he likes to or not I would assume he likes it because his he's very receptive to it but anyways I digress my kids get so much of that dying force because I was talking about this with my partner where I was reflecting on how I had treated, this was before my bleed, so I was in pre-death, how I was treating the kids and communicating with them that I needed my space, but I need to do it more gracefully. And it's challenging when I'm in pre-death because I'm just very direct of, look, you need to stop talking to me right now because I will snap on you and I don't want to do that you don't deserve that but yet I'm snapping at them mm-hmm. and so it's it, he's been helping me out in trying to figure out how to communicate these things not only to them but to other people or how to really help my flow um, depending on the phase and it's interesting because he's a male and he doesn't he has no clue what it feels like to cycle as a woman because I'm sure men cycle along with us it just makes sense that they cycle along with us Um, but I was gonna mention you you were talking about the dying and looking forward to it whereas before not tracking my cycle and not knowing anything about my body and how it was working I used to think that I was bipolar and maybe I have a little bit of that in me because mental health issues run in my family but I don't think I'm psychologically unstable anymore because I believe in my womb and I believe in that death and rebirth. And every pre-death that obviously leads into my bleeding reminds me of why I chose Venus Cresciente. For those of you that have listened to episode number one, this is me reiterating my pseudoname and its meaning. But for those of you that haven't listened to episode one, Venus Cresciente came from Mainly the second part, creciente, because it means rising. And I've always resonated with the phoenix, how it burns down and is reborn. I feel like my womb space does that now as well when it's dying and it's wishing for the death. I just feel so much tension built up that when my bleed comes, it flows. All that tension flows out with the blood and I truly feel it. It's not just in my psyche. My body feels that tension come down. This bleed, I had day one and two, this intense desire to free bleed into the earth, like just dig up a hole and free bleed into it. And I've never felt that. So that was really interesting and very primal. And I so wish I had just gone out somewhere into the wild and dug up a hole and bled into it. But one day, one day. So thank you for letting me share that.
0: Free bleed. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, yeah, I get that feeling too. Every now and then I'm just like, oh, I want to get away from all of you people. And I just want to go to a forest or the desert. I don't even care. And just sit my ass down. And bleed naked. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what I was talking about before, but I feel good about where I'm at right now.
1: Do you feel like talking it out right now has helped you?
0: It always feels good to talk it out. I mean, I'm still raging Mm -hmm. right now, just sitting here in my body. But that's what it is. That's where I'm at. And so, but yeah. It feels good. It just feels getting it out. It feels good, feeling like validated. You know, we validate each other. We know that we're not crazy or bitchy or whatever. It's just I'm cycling. Mm -hmm. Get off my areola. I love that. It's like my favorite. (laughs) So last night, speaking of areolas, (laughs) when when I'm in pre-bleed, I don't like pussy play at all. I like my neck played with. I like my nipples played with, even though they're sensitive. But as long as I communicate that we're good and he I don't even know what he channeled but he has never played with my breasts or my nipples the way that he did last night and it was cunting fantastic. So Mm. my areolas are happy little people right now.
1: Oh that makes (laughs) me so happy.
0: Yeah that was nice.
1: You have to share with me what that was like. I mean, what he did, you know, cuz
0: I don't even know. Oh. <laughs> and I was trying because I'm in my head. Like I live in my head most of the time and so like we'll be having sex and I'm just thinking of all these other fucking things when it's it's like meditating. It really is like sex could be a form of, of meditation, and I suck at meditation, and I kind of suck at sex because my mind is so flighty and I have to like bring myself back in, like okay, just feel the energy in your body, like what's going on, like this feels good, like you know, like focusing what's happening instead of oh shit, I forgot to do this or blah, blah. you know, it's like stupid. I get so you. last night I was tr- I was just like in it, I was just. In the moment, trying not to analyze, like, what he was doing and figure it out so I could, like, tell him to do it again. I'm hoping he just remembers because...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine you describing it because... I know what you're talking about it's like can you do that one thing again you know that what you were doing like you can't really describe but it's just just felt so good
0: <laughs> yeah it felt really good so and now I'm torn because it's like let's do it again tonight or I need to also ritual with myself so it's like how you know mm-hmm. how do I because you only have that much time after The kids go to bed and mine go to bed kind of late. So staying up till 1 a.m. having sex every night is just not not doable.
1: No, it's not. (laughs) Believe me, it's not. (laughs) I told my partner we should have at least two times a week where we go to sleep at a reasonable time. And reasonable is like 9 or 10, which is still very early, to break that night owl stream because we get so exhausted. I mean, going to sleep... At Yeah, like you said, at one o'clock every night is just not good for your psyche, not good for my womb, not good for anything and or anyone. But as you were saying, meditation. So I read this book and I wish I had the name of the exact name. I'll have to link it in our show notes. I had shared the picture of the book with Yui Sadora, the Reiki energy. It's a Reiki handbook and it just it fell into my hands one day that I went to the library. I was manifesting information on Reiki energy and this book fell into my hands and literally the librarian came and gave it to me. And I read it and I replaced a lot of the words that they were using in there with womb and it made so much sense in my life and I resonated with it so much and in that handbook it described easy ways of meditation and usually I'm really strict about how i want to do meditation and i want it to be perfect and that really causes me to go away from actually meditating so i've been trying to do at least 10 minutes a day the handbook recommends you doing 10 to 20 minutes a day but realistically i'm trying to start off with 10 minutes a day whether it be 5 minutes in the morning 5 minutes at night or whatever so one night i didn't put a timer didn't put anything i laid down on my i laid down in my bedroom floor and in the dark the kids were asleep already And I just started deep breathing, like womb breaths. And I meditated for over 20 minutes, all on my own. And my body, I had this experience where my spirit came out of my... It sounds bizarre and crazy, I know. Just stick with me. If you're into this stuff, then you'll get it. And if you're not, then just have an open womb. um, Oh, I'm into it. (laughs) So my, and it's the only time it's happened since I started doing it and I want it so bad again, but just being graceful and just allowing myself to be. So my spirit, I don't know at at what point into the meditation, but my spirit felt like it literally came out of my body. It felt like I was watching, my spirit was watching my body just lay there, not in any creepy way. But I couldn't see my body. It wasn't like an out-of-body experience, like if you were on some type of drug. It was just this feeling of, okay, my spirit isn't in my body, yet I still feel totally aligned. And it was incredible. I tried, I tried describing it to people, but you can't really describe in words what that really felt like. So after that, I'm like, I can meditate. I totally can. And I tried it on the commute home the other day. I commute an hour on public transportation. So I had some time in the subway to just close my eyes. There were so many people on the subway and I was trying to read. I couldn't concentrate. So what I did is I closed my eyes and started womb breathing. And it was amazing. I totally, I could hear everything that was going on so much more clear I always wear my sunglasses while I'm on public transportation because I feel like it's just another layer of privacy for some reason. And that helped me close my eyes. And like I was saying, I was able to hear everything so much clearer and I was smelling everything. And that's not necessarily a good thing while you're on public transportation. But it was amazing to me of what my senses could do when... I wasn't thinking because, of course, my, my thoughts definitely stray away and start thinking of things that I have to do or I didn't do. And the practice is kind of paying off because I'm able to redirect my thoughts back to my breathing a little bit easier. Not saying that it's perfect because I've only been practicing for like two two weeks roughly. But it's amazing. I, I've i found the benefits of meditation instead of just like, oh, I've been trying it for five minutes and it's not working. So I'm just going to give up and never do it again. So it's definitely like with cycle tracking. It takes practice and commitment. And it's just really making that time to do it for yourself. And it's challenging.
0: That is so rad you inspire me thank you you inspire me i'm going to reframe restructure my opinion to myself earlier that i suck at meditating and i don't suck at meditating i just need to make an effort to meditate <laughs>
1: <laughs> right right and it's just remembering that i have to correct myself all the time with my kids because like my son will say oh mom will you do this with me and i almost say like no i suck at that and it's like no wait I've gotten better now. I used to say that. And then now I'll say, well, you know what? I need a lot more practice with that so I can get better and be able to do that with you. But you know who's better at that or who's gotten more practice with that is your dad or, you know, whoever. But... I try and, and of course, this is me on a good day. Our listeners haven't seen me directly one-on-one on my low days, but I do have my days where I'm like, now I'm horrible. on my pity party days. Oh my gosh. Pity parties and adult tantrums.
0: Those are very real. Those are so real. They're so (laughs) pathetic. And I get so frustrated when my children have tantrums and when they're whining. And I sometimes have to get real with myself and just be like, you whine all the fucking time. So shut the fuck up and leave those poor kids alone. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Snapping my fingers right now. My ovaries are snapping their fallopian tubes, you know. (laughs) No, not snapping. They're whipping their fallopian tubes.
0: (laughs) I whip my tubes
1: back and forth. forth. I I whip whip my my tubes tubes back and forth. Okay, so if we can get on Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk, imagine. (gasps) Ooh. We should, I don't know.
0: Where do you find that? How do you... Like, she doesn't even have an Instagram page for it. It's like a hashtag.
1: Right. I don't know.
0: Like, where do you watch it or listen to it or whatever? I think it's on
1: Facebook. I think. I don't know. Oh, and earlier, side something that I forgot to mention earlier that I wanted to mention. Period sex. Mm. Um, I wanted to mention them or mention it because yesterday I was talking to my partner about how I'm grateful that he doesn't mind period sex and it's been three today will be four days since we've actually had any sexual intercourse and that's the longest in like three months so i was telling him that i feel bad in a way that you know i want him but at the same time i'm really focused on helping my womb space get through this bleed and giving her the love and attention that she deserves And he was super receptive to that and he told me that he completely understands and it's, you know, he understands it's a phase within my cycle and, um, shoot, I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, building sexual tension. I remember a couple episodes ago that I mentioned that I was trying to hurry up my bleed at one point when I first had discovered my sexuality and started becoming a lot more sexually active with my husband. I mentioned that I was trying to hurry up my bleed because it was in my way of having sex and, and enjoying it. But now it's this, at least this cycle. I know every cycle is different. This cycle, my bleed is helping me see it as building sexual tension, which for me and my husband, for my husband and I, is a good thing. Because one thing that we have also spoken about is having that fear of like, being in a honeymoon phase again and it dying out and us being just not interested in each other again, so I feel like my bleed is just kind of like a reset time for us as a couple and for me as a woman. It, it forces me really to face inward and be with my womb space because I I do very much desire to be alone during my bleed, at least the first three days. For uh, today, I'm better, but the first three days, I just want to be alone in a cave. in nature free bleeding and totally womb massaging myself or or if not with myself with my sisters that are on the same page as me because I have my sisters who aren't entirely there yet with their wombs and then I have my sisters who are all about their wombs and know where they're at in their cycle and so it's really it's really interesting how every cycle I get something out of different phases. It's not necessarily every cycle that I get something out of every phase, but it's like every cycle, there's a phase that is highlighted.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I am in the same boat as you with the period sex. I am very happy that my partner will have period sex and is not grossed out or whatever, and we don't have a lot of it, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Like, I'm sure that there's some women who don't have a supportive partner around period sex, and they would love all the period sex in the world, but yeah, day one through three at least, I may be feeling juicy and, like, wanting it, but that is, like, my sacred zone. When I am bleeding and my portal is open, he could have the best intentions in the world and the most pure heart, but just having another energy interacting with my body at that time just does not feel good to me. So I'm right there with you. I feel that. And at the same time, orgasm like really helps with discomfort and cramps. And so that's one thing that sticks out in my mind, but I don't know. It's the whole, just the energy side of it really wins in those situations. I'll take the discomfort just so I'm alone. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah super important to have these conversations within your community or your circle of friends normalizing the conversation around anything I was recently asked by one of the teachers at my son's school, I happened to mention that I, like, right before we recorded the last episode, I was telling her that I was, I needed to get home to record, and she's like, oh, record for what? And I'm like, oh, I I have a podcast, you know, I I co-host a podcast. She's like, I didn't know this. I was like, yeah, I don't really tell many people about it. And she's like, well, what do you talk about? And I was like, well, and I told her the title of our podcast, and she's like, oh, so everything. I'm like, yeah, everything. (laughs) Everything to have to do with women. And I was like, well, You know, anything really to do with a womb, which means life because everyone, men and women, come from a womb. So it could really vary. I hope that one day we have a male guest on here so that energy, the dynamic, just exploring different conversations within this podcast and then taking that out into our communities, our friendships, our relationships and spreading the good word of the womb. Yes. Ooh,
0: ooh. Mm, random doing? question
1: good i was gonna ooh. ask you a, a random what question. is it yeah you're gonna laugh at me oh gosh <laughs> do you have a reflection read
0: funny i was just gonna ask you that oh i do you do <laughs> i do do you that's so surprising oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well i don't okay so i i had one and then i forgot to bring my stuff with me when i left the house but i found these amazing books just now at savers and i'm almost feeling of just like doing a random flip and wherever the page stops ooh yes so i flipped and this is in um goddesses never age the secret prescription for radiance vitality and well-being by christiane northrup she's a doctor she's written a whole bunch of books check her out because She's one smart cunt. So I did a random flip to page one sixty eight and one sixty nine. Unlimited pleasure is your right. What? Yes. Goddesses are sexy and sensual. So, I mean, that could be just a share right there. Unlimited pleasure is your right. Just so you know, and we have a, a episode on pleasure. So. Two, two, two. Yeah, remember self
1: pleasure one, the first episode, and then self pleasure part two.
0: Boom, unlimited. Get it, get it, get it. The clitoris has more than eight thousand nerve endings and is the only organ in the human body designed solely for pleasure.
1: (laughs) I'm like fifteen percent into my nerve endings, so I I have the other eighty five percent to find still.
0: (laughs) I feel like when I was reading that, like I just. I had to yell it because come on women we are made we are designed for pleasure.
1: Mhm. It's a very very good time in our history, in our history to find our pleasure. I know we get so caught up with what's going on. It's hard not to get caught up, even when you're not on social media. It's so hard not to get caught up with the drama that's going on around us, politically, environmentally, socially, everything. So let's start finding pleasure within our lives so that taking ownership of our pleasure and not putting that pleasure into anyone else's hands, whether it be sexually, psychologically, emotionally, any type of e in your life Mm -hmm. I feel like it empowers you taking ownership of my pleasure has totally empowered me to no you know what that does not feel good in my life that does not feel good to my womb so I will not accept it and of course it's easier it's easier to do that in pre-death than oh (laughs) yeah pre-ovulation but yeah that's beautiful
0: I want to share just one more thing sorry not sorry delete that you are sitting on a throne of gold, the fountain of youth, and it is your erotic anatomy. Explore it and get to know it. Don't be squeamish about inserting your fingers into your own vagina. We should be teaching our daughters and granddaughters to familiarize themselves with their anatomy and let them know that many girls and women explore and touch their genitals for the sake of pleasure. Yeah.
1: Mm, I love how she put it. Our throne. What was that?
0: We're on a throne of gold, the fountain of youth and it is your erotic anatomy.
1: Oh, that's so beautiful. I just think of the the, the anatomical jewel, the yoni, which reminds me, side little note, so uh, yoni is sanskrit for sanskrit for vagina. And I just discovered what the Sanskrit word for penis is. Because I want just a more beautiful word for penis or cock or dick. Like I just, sometimes I just want to be loving towards it and worshipping of it. And it's lingam. L-I-N-G-A-M.
0: I I like that. I like how it, I was about to say, I like how it feels in my mouth. (laughs) So perfect. Yes, it feels good.
1: (laughs) It's funny because I was reading, so I got it from the sexual, sexual ecstasy energy. I'm not sure I got it. I'll link it in our show notes. I was reading it Well, I started reading it last night. We looked on the table of contents. My husband and I were I was reading out some of the chapters and I'm like which one sounds good for me to flip into and start reading and it was like pleasuring the lingam and I was like what's lingam and then I looked it up and I started I started giggling at first because I was like that's such a silly word and I was like lingam and as the more I said it I was like "Ooh, I love how it just rolls off my tongue like lingam and that's even in the book it says like it's a more gentle word. And I'm like, yes. Whereas like cunt, it's a powerful word of like, I'm going to stab you if you just like. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> I digress.
0: So good. Yeah.
1: <sighs> so my reflection read is from this book called uh, The Book of Venus Creciente <laughs> and volume number like 16, a.k.a. my journal. It says, everything feels better when I love myself and that was a total download from my womb space because I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was that I was going through at that moment but I was loving myself so much and it almost felt like I was wearing the rose colored glasses and everything looked beautiful and it made sense to me that yes, if I love myself, of course everything else. Is going to feel better doesn't mean that all my challenges are done away you know they go away magically disappear they don't with anything no matter how much self-love you have they're always going to be there it's just a matter of how our self-love how my self-love is going to help me get through them because I, I think I described it this way to my cousin. She was having a really hard time and she's like, I just need to get back into loving myself and I don't know how to do that. I'm like, well, she has. He's going to be a two-year-old in November. And I said, pretend your womb space is your child. What wouldn't you do for your child? What do you do for your child? You sacrifice, you compromise. Now do the same for your womb space. Treat your womb space like your child. And it'll be a little bit easier to understand what it is to love yourself.
0: Mm, mm -hmm. That was a womb boom right there.
1: Boom. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then really quick, (laughs) my journal entry underneath that was another one-liner. It says, be with my womb and it will happen. Whatever it needs to be. So whenever it pretty much what I think what I was trying to say is in being with my womb, what needs to happen will happen. It is what it is. You know, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I love it. I wonder what the art is going to look like on the front of your book. Mm,
1: I'll probably have Faralina do that. And then you'll write the foreword.
0: Oh, my gosh. (gasps) That just made my womb (laughs)
1: tingle.
0: You're going to start bleeding soon.
1: Just kidding. (laughs) Remember that time you helped my bleed come?
0: Oh, my gosh. That was magic
1: pure magic. That was exactly, almost exactly, seven months ago, I remember. We were celebrating our 30th birthdays.
0: Yeah, I'm a womb witch.
1: (laughs) You are, totally.
0: (laughs) Oh, Speaking of, so a friend of mine texted me yesterday and was like, hey, I'm getting rid of some stuff. And you popped into my mind because I have a Yoni banner do you want it? And I'm like, Yoni banner. I just like got all stoked. I'm like, uh, yes, I want a Yoni banner. How's that even a question? <laughs> and so she brought it over and it's this beautiful artwork on, a like tapestry type of material, but it's super soft and it's, it makes a doorway. So there's like a big top part with like a beautiful design. And then coming down is this gorgeous sky earthy backdrop and then it comes into this giant flower blooming up from the ground but it has this gorgeous like yoni shape to it and so there's a crease down the middle so it's like a doorway so you would walk through this yoni and I have a red tent like set up with tapestries and pillows so I, for when I do my my wound healing work and so this is just so perfect because I was trying to figure out how to set up my tapestry so it was like this beautiful doorway of like welcome goddess when you come into the space and then she gifts me this beautiful yoni doorway and I'm just so excited about it
1: you have to send me a picture of that I do
0: I do I meant to yesterday and it was yesterday was a day just like today but i will i'll lay it out tonight when i do my ritual and i will send it to you and i'm so excited I maybe believe. oh you know what i'll do so you all so all of our listeners aren't left out i will post a picture of it on instagram as well
1: yay visit c3.orgasm c3.orgasm and go have yourself an orgasm Ooh. i'll probably wait another day or two to have one but
0: i'm gonna have one tonight
1: please for the sake of Of all women out there not having an orgasm.
0: That makes me sad to think about.
1: Sending those high vibrations. Those high organic. (laughs) Those high orgasmic. Vibrations.
0: (laughs) If you've never had an orgasm. Just play with yourself. Just do it. Don't expect someone else to give you an orgasm. Give yourself one.
1: If you need help. Not giving yourself an orgasm. But if you need help. This is in all seriousness. If you need help with reading material suggestions as far as like just getting started to get to know your body reading material or somebody to kind of vent to not necessarily give us all your drama but let us know like what you're feeling how you're feeling without judgment um just if you need a safe space please reach out please yes
0: 111 percent.
1: yes will you do a womb breath before announcements
0: yeah, so, I'm gonna talk us through it, but I have to pee really bad, so I'm not actually going to take one because it okay. might make me pee a little.
1: <laughs> Kegels, I'm just kidding. So, All right, I'm-
0: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, I need to calm myself down. Okay. All right, wherever you are, if you can close your eyes, do it. If you can, that's fine. <sighs> just get centered in your body. Relax your jaw, relax your tongue, increase the space between your ears and your shoulders. Stretch out your neck. Shake out your hands if you need to, just get the energy flowing. And we're gonna take a big, deep breath in. Inhale. Send all that fresh, beautiful air down to your womb space. Exhale. Make a noise if you need to. Get all that yuck, stagnant energy out of that womb. Do it one more time. Deep inhale. Sending it down. Imagine your womb surrounded by beautiful white light. Exhale, and have a delicious day. Mm.
1: You're so good.
0: Thanks. It felt weird to not do it,
1: but I'm sure
0: it <laughs> did. You, I'm like, oh shoot, should I be breathing out by now? Or?
1: <laughs> it felt good. It, it was perfect. So I know you have to pee. So I'll make this quick. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And just um, little reminders. We still have a giveaway going on for the felt cunt. So all we want is feedback from you, some type of feedback. I was, We were asking for you to drop it on the platform that you listen to us on, on Instagram, or email it to us. Just somehow get it to us, please. Our email is c3.orgasm at gmail.com. Our Instagram handle, c3.orgasm. If you have our direct phone numbers, text it to us and just let us know. Hey, I want to be entered into the giveaway. We just want to hear from you. So we have this episode and one more episode after this. So there's going to be a total of nine episodes dun, 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 in season one of Between Two Ovaries. We will be ending our season after episode nine. So this is episode eight. We have one more but we will be back in the new year. So stay tuned. We will be recording during our time off, just not publishing episodes. It'll give me some time to, you know, just give us some space and time for the holidays, which are coming up and they get crazy. Just that time in general is crazy. And just want to thank you for being with us, listening to us, spreading the word about Between Two Ovaries. And look forward to having you as a guest and one day and hearing from you.
0: Thanks for sticking out this episode. Mm-hmm. I was writing the Hot Mess Express. So thanks for writing it with me.
1: <laughs> I think we both were. <laughs> so thank you, everybody. Go and have, like Isadora said, go have yourself a really good orgasm today. Have a cuntalicious day. Ovary out.
0: God is for you I hope that one will hit you too hard Jesus, Jesus, It's geared for you to think for you to think for you to think